Welcome to La Rosa de Usual People. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Herrera. I'm Lala. And I'm Elisa. And like I said, this is our strand where we, the usual people, watch La Rosa de Guadalupe, the phenomenon of Mexico. Over 1,300 episodes of the show have been made, and we are now on our third episode. Ah, I'm going to pronounce this so wrong. Aprendiendo... Ah, Educar. Yeah. That sounded good. That sounded all right. Learning to educate. Now, we're only three episodes into this show. Um, how, what do you, again, let's get a status update. How are you guys feeling about this project so far? I, I think I'm enjoying the show. <laughs> Thinking? I don't know. I don't know. This, one, this, this last episode, sad. like, just kind of made me anxious. Yeah. This episode that like, we I just almost watched, cried. Yeah. Learning to Educate, had sent my blood pressure skyrocketing. And that's not because I forgot to take my blood pressure pills last night. This episode was making me mad. And, and in a good way, though, I would say. In a good way? Well, only because I wasn't mad at the show. The show wanted me to be mad at a very specific character. And it worked. And I was really mad at this character. I was character. really yeah. mad, too. Yeah. I can see why this show is so popular off of episodes like this. Because it's almost like wrestling. Like, it makes... It paints somebody so horrible that you're all like, God, I hate this fucking bitch. I hope she dies so much. Like, it's just clearly good versus evil. And the, the evil person in this... Uh, let, let's get into it. Okay. So, uh, this, I thought this was going to be one of the more adult ones. I was wrong. This was more of a child-centric one, definitely. And the hero of this episode is a young girl named Anita, or Anna, and she is basically being tortured. She's like second grade, right? Like yes, second, second grade? grade. She's like in second grade. She is being literally tortured by her teacher, Miss Sarai. Who hates her. She yeah. absolutely hates her. She had it in. She never for explained kid. why she hated her. Because, well, the, the explanation they give is because she made that video of her. But she hated her before Exactly. That. So, Miss Sadai uh, attacks Anna and punishes her for talking in class. Like, she goes off the handle almost immediately. Yeah. Like, Anna's just like talking to somebody. face changes. She mm -hmm. turns into a fucking bitch monster. The camera goes right in on her. She's just, Anna, shut the fuck up. So she punishes Anna. This is the first couple of minutes of this episode. She punishes Anna. Then Anna starts doing an impression of the teacher. In detention, right? They In kept detention. on calling it being grounded. Being grounded. I don't know why they called it being grounded. There's a lot of terms they use that don't sound right. Yeah. They use the word scuttlebutt a lot in this episode. <laughs> and I don't think whatever they were translating from Spanish, they meant to say scuttlebutt. But, um... So she does this impression of her teacher. One of her friends, I think, Aldo Adolfito, the little boy who looks... To me, he looked like a little ventriloquist dummy that went to school. But... Um, I thought he, Ralph Macchio. You thought Ralph Macchio? But a little. Like a little puppet Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Walking around, filming her friends on her phone, on his phone. He goes home, and he's just watching the thing for pl uh, pleasure. He just like, this is fun. And then his brother 
tells them to put it on the social network. Media, social networks, right? They refer to all they refer to all internet and social media as social networks. Yeah, put it on the social networks. She uploads it, and still this teacher's still a bitch to Anna before any of this before she even finds out about but this. But then the bully comes in. Then we got. Uh, I wrote, when I wrote uh, this character down because I didn't know her name yet. I just put pigtail bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this little bitch in pigtails. I called her glasses bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want pigtails bitch. Which do you prefer, Lisa? Pigtail bitch or glasses bitch? She's just a bitch. Yeah, she's just a little bitch. Snitch bitch. She's a little snitchy bitch. And again, we're talking about second graders, <laughs> and we're in our mid thirties. Um, she. She basically tattles to Miss Sarai about this video, and Mrs. Sarai's bullying turns into a full-on torture campaign. And she accuses Anna of cheating on a test when she doesn't. Uh, she basically comes at her, tells her she has terrible handwriting. Everything she does is just a complete overreaction. She's basically, like, she is as, like, fucking awful as one of the villains from a telenovela. Yeah. Like, she's basically a telenovela villain put into this anthology series. She is horrible. She is, like... She's did, manipulating all the children yeah. into beating her up. Yeah, she's basically... She's she's punishing all the children around Anita in and order to get them to beat her up. It's Like I said in the middle of it, it's like Full Metal Jacket. Like, when Full Metal Jacket, when the uh, sergeant is punishing everybody else... So that they'll beat the shit out of Vincent D'Onofrio's character in Full Metal Jacket. That's what exactly what happens because all the children start beating the shit out and of her. And they're like seven or yeah. eight. They, they throw rocks at her. They knock her into a flower bed and throw rocks at her. And dirt. The, the little pigtail bitch actually comes up to Anna and puts up her sleeves like she's going to be in a fist fight. She like rolls up her sleeves like Popeye and is like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you, And they Anna. ended up choking her. Yeah, yeah. she choked her. Anna was going through hell. And her little friend was, like, trying to help, and he got the black eye. Little Adolfito. Yeah. And he was trying to help, but he knew that if he said anything, things would get worse. And then what was up with that? They were, like, the two shortest kids in Mm -hmm. the classroom. Like, some of those kids look like fifth graders. They were, it seemed to be, like, a mixed age class, which isn't good. And they just, it was, was, we were just... this this episode was more harrowing than watching torture porn, I felt. Like, I watched the Saw movies and Hostel, and I didn't feel as bad for any of the people in those movies as I felt bad for Anna in this yeah. situation. Like, she was being... And, you know, the mom believed her mm-hmm. and was trying to fix it, but the principal stood by the teacher and made the mom feel crazy. Yeah. Or, like, she couldn't do anything. Yeah, and you know what I was really upset about? Spoiler alert for the end... Uh, all I wanted was for her to put a camera in You kept backpack. screaming that the whole episode. What is your plan? How did you want to resolve this situation? I wanted that teacher to be recorded and then put that on social media. Fuck you, teacher lady bitch. <laughs> I'm so mad. She is, she is from, we've only watched three episodes, but she's without a doubt the biggest bitch we've encountered so far in our travels down La Rosa de Guadalupe. And I have a feeling... She's a horrible person. Yeah. Everything she does, like... And when when Anna's being, like... When she makes Anna write the lines out, she's just sitting at her laptop laughing at something. 
like she's watching internet videos. Yeah, she's watching internet. And she twirls her hair like a child and everything about her just wanted me to take that laptop and smash her face in with it. There was literally a part, the part where Anna is in the flower bed getting stones thrown at her. It cuts to Miss Sarai and watching. she's just standing there watching, eating, eating an apple, apple in trial. laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking over the top. I was losing my shit. Just like, Fuck, she needs to die. Why is it... This gets into something that I've always, like... One of the biggest... One of my biggest problems with Harry Potter... (laughs) (laughs) Is... To my mind, the worst person in the entire Harry Potter universe was the character Dolores Umbridge. She was the teacher that comes in in the fifth book, in the fifth movie, who's really prim and proper, and is just a bitch. Oh, I just saw that one. Yeah. And one of my problems with Harry Potter and uh, that the fifth book. I can't even remember what it's fucking it's called. It's uh, half... No. No, it's the... I can't remember. I really can't. It's the fifth... Order of the Phoenix. It's Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. Is that she doesn't, like... Nothing bad really happens to her. She gets chased off by some centaurs. Although... One of the theories that I read later on is that the centaurs actually got a hold of her and... Uh, Raped her? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that was one of, like... But even... I don't think that's what happened. No, I, don't I don't think... think J.K. Was Rowling, in the book? No, she no, gets no, no, chased no. off by, like, centaurs at the end of the, that like, book. Like, that, that's her punishment. Like, they, they basically throw her in a net and drag her around. Yeah, exactly. Like, that. Oh, and like she me, comes out in the end in a newspaper. Yeah, like, and to me, that wasn't, like, because of what she was doing, it's like, that's not a big enough punishment. I like, mean, and, you know, she ends up going back to the ministry into some other position. Right, she gets hired somewhere else and all yeah. that. And so they made this person who's so horrible and you don't get a big enough payoff. And I think that's the main problem with this episode. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see that lady homeless and ugly. Yeah, I'm looking for a job. I wanted to see her getting bullied. Yeah, like they make this person so horrible. She ends up losing her job after they take uh, Anna to a psychologist. Mm -hmm. Um, And they get somehow, I don't know how the school system in Mexico works. Yeah, they get some secretary of education to come. Yeah, it's so weird. Like they call punishment being grounded. Um, I think that's just a translation issue though. The teachers have more power than we know teachers have. Yeah. (laughs) Like... They get away with so much stuff. I mean, there is no way a kid wouldn't be recording that at some point exactly. on their yeah. phone. Like, they, they already established in it that so they're recording, they have phones to record things. Like, why hasn't anybody... You're, I'm saying you're right, Elisa. I know. They should have recorded it. So, the... Um, Even a voice recording. Exactly. Fucking tape recorder. And yeah, just, and have none of these kids seen Home Alone two? And Lost in New York. She's vocal about how much she's targeting Anna yeah. the whole time. All Anna needed to do was to record this shit. What the fuck is going on with those dogs? Sam wants a ball and it's stuck behind the thing. Okay. Sorry. Those noises you hear are dogs trying to get balls. Um, <laughs> I can't even remember what I was saying. Oh yeah, so she ends up getting fired. Um, but I thought like. And I was going along the lines of what you were saying, because the ultimate worst thing you can be in the La Rosa de Guadalupe universe is poor. Yeah. So I thought because she lost her job, they were just going to show her like on the streets now. She's a rag woman. And that was going to be it. But they don't even give us that. 
I mean, even like uh, the end of like kids' movies, like you see Miss Trunchbull suffering. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one where they have that really mean headmistress. Uh, the a little, little princess. The little princess, exactly. Yeah, she's she becomes like a chimney sweep. She's a chimney sweep. <laughs> I never saw a little princess. It's good. It's a, it's visually nice. Aww. Yeah. Um, Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah. I don't know who that is. He did the third Harry Potter movie. He did a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? He was in it or he directed it? He directed, directed it. it. Oh. He wins Oscars and everything. Yeah. Who is he? He's a director. Who was he? Alfonso Cuaron. 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 He's a Mexican director. Mm-hmm. Getting into the idea of like the worst Cuaron. thing. There's like a weird... Cuaron? Cuaron. I, what are you doing right now? <laughs> I'm trying to pronounce his name. Okay. In Spanish. <laughs> it's already in Spanish. No, but we're saying Cuaron. Cuaron. Cuaron? How do you say Q in Spanish? It's, it's a, a C. C. Oh. <laughs> Cuaron. Cuaron. Please stop. On. Sorry. How do you spell it? C U A R O N. Okay, thank you. I'll stop. You're doing it silently and it's <laughs> distracting me. I'm trying to imagine it spelled out. I'm sorry. How do we get hung up on this? Anyway, speaking of the poor thing, like, this. I... <laughs> I'm the only one who's hung joke in my head. I'm the only one who's well hung. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) I think it's really fun to be you sometimes. (laughs) But it's sometimes not so fun for everyone else. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There was an odd thing I wanted to point out. This whole it's, this is a very conservative show in a lot of ways. And they made a point to make sure that when Anna's mom has to go out to talk to her teacher, she made it clear to her boss that she'll work extra hours to cover the time that she missed by going to talk to her teacher. Yeah. Like, they make a whole... Like, that scene does not need to be there. It really didn't. It was unnecessary. Like, they're just, it's just there because... All of this is just didactic ways of teaching people. And that seems to be one of the messages they're uh, slipping in there, which is... People who work hard have nice things. Well, not even that. Just, like, be nice to your employers. Okay. Well, you know, I was upset at that whole part because I thought the boss... Because she's like, oh, I'm I'm a mom, too, and I understand what it's like to have work and family. And then... If she really understood that, she wouldn't have had her make up the hours. Yeah, Yeah, she'd just say, go take care of it. It's fine. But no, she says, okay, but hurry back. Yeah. It's bullshit. It is. Um, And so, (laughs) the way this is different from most other episodes is that the grandma isn't really that involved. And she's not batshit crazy. She's not a batshit crazy grandma. Because I know, because we've already established that one of the audiences of the show is old Mexican ladies. Yeah. So the old woman is usually very much, like, the hero of the thing. She's but more she, like, like, the harbinger, like, telling you exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. She believed Anna immediately. Right, right away. Her yeah. mom took some convincing, but uh, the grandma was there right away. And so, 
the the grandma on this one, she's not because I made a list of things to ask. She's just like, who's the person in trouble? Anna, what's the problem? Her teacher is bullying her. Who is the wise old person? Because it's usually a wise old person, but she wasn't that. Uh, who are their friends? Adolfito. Uh, do their parents not understand them? At first, but they do later. Who are the villains? And that's Miss Sarai. Who is just... I think we're going to have to... From going forward, we're going to have to judge all villains against Miss Sarai. Yeah, she she's the pinnacle so far. Yeah, she's absolutely the worst on this scale. And, you there know, was no villains in the other one. Were there? They're not, there weren't really... Um, More like psychological villains. Like clowns. Oh, and then the other one was alcohol food. Yeah. <laughs> yes, alcohol. Alcoholemia. <laughs> alcohol food was definitely the worst of, of that one. Now, here's a question I want to get into. Why are people willing to give so much credit to this rose? Like, we've talked about how the rose doesn't do anything. Yeah. But what is the function of this? Not just the function of the rose. I'm talking about storytelling terms. We basically have the only reoccurring character is this rose. And it's a bit inconsistent. Like, the mm -hmm. rose didn't talk at all this the time. The rose said nothing in this episode. Yeah. I think in order... For the prayers to be activated, they have to acknowledge the rose. But again, how did the prayer... My question... My, here's my question. It's just... The, the rose literally does nothing. No. That's what I'm saying. It does do something. They have to see it, and then the prayer begins to be answered. If they but how? It, how is the... How through is the power the, of Jesus and his mom. But again, I'm asking how. <laughs> I think it's what just a signifier in the story that things are going to turn for the better at this point. So you're so it's just a signifier. Like yeah. I'm saying, is do we see any proof that it's doing anything? Did we see it disappear this time? Yes, we did. It, okay. it disappears at the end. Uh, um, but and as far as having such a passive hero that doesn't do anything, is I I know this isn't true, but. Is it in its own way a critique of God? <laughs> like, by making it seem like it's a very religious show, are they sub is this actually a work of Satan by saying, saying, God actually won't do anything for you? At best, he'll send a rose, and then it's up to you to figure it out. God is not going to help. God won't help unless they acknowledge the rose. But they do, and then what does happen? What does the rose does do? Everybody smell the rose in the episode? No, no just one person. One person does, and it usually isn't the one that prayed for it. Right, because Anna prays for the rose, her mom smells the rose, and then her mom just does what she was going to do anyway. Yeah. Which was no, go it gave her the ideas through scent. Yeah, the scent has right. courage. She, it gave her... Encouragement to do something. She was about to give up. So then that gets into something I brought up while we were watching it. So then, does the rose work like by the happening rules? Where they, I don't know that happening. The happening is the M Night Shyamalan movie where people start killing themselves, and it's because plants are sending out a toxin, a toxin that, that carries oh. on the wind that makes them kill themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is this rose? I'm just I'm just trying to get to the bottom of how the rose works. Is the rose happening like? Sending out a toxin into people's lives, and then that gives them the idea of how to change. Yeah, that's basically a you know metaphor for the power of prayer. Is it or something? <laughs> With the look on your face, like you're just smelling a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that's Lala's face. That's just my face, man. 
No, no, no. You were having a, a nasty look on your face because of, you were talking about prayer. Just having the idea of prayer in your mouth seemed to be very distasteful to you. You know, I mean, you know, it's some people find it, you know, useful. Mm-hmm. And that use is. Uh, Are you talking about prayer or, or your face? No. <laughs> We're back on the prayer. That's yes. a, that was uh, a sick burn. <laughs> I was being serious. <laughs> and I was like, what? what? Why do people use your face? <laughs> I think that's a clear indication that I was talking about prayer. prayer yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like, some people find it useful in that, you know, it clears their minds mm-hmm. to, you know, do for themselves, really. Okay. Gotcha. Because I don't understand prayer. I've, uh, I mean, I told you before that I did pray, but I prayed wrong. I <laughs> when I described There's how. There's no way to pray wrong. I'm sure there are. There well, has to be some way that. <laughs> Lala's playing with a dog, if you're wondering what those whispers were. Um, So let's get to the lesson of this episode. The lesson was don't be a bully bitch, and you won't lose your job. I don't know. I didn't kind of like the takeaway that... I didn't either. ...that a teacher's supposed to be part parent, part Part friend, friend, part part therapist. Yeah. Too much pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's too many children. You know, at best, teachers should be neutral. Right. (laughs) I think a teacher should not be a bitch. Yeah. For sure. But part therapist, there's just too many kids working through the system for that to even work. Yeah. And then the other part of it was that they said, listen to your children and believe them. You know what? Children are kind of assholes. Yeah, some children really do suck. I mean, there's only... Especially in packs. What's that? Yeah. They're assholes again. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's only two good kids in this episode. The rest of the kids were monsters who beat shit. the shit out yeah. of the two outcasts. We're literally throwing rocks at them. So I don't agree with those lessons. I, I mean, if the lesson had just been, hey, don't be a bitch, then yeah, I would have been like, La Rosa de Guadalupe, you're right on this one. It was like, don't be a bitch, but also it was, hey, if something's not right, don't be afraid to say something. There was like a message to the children or even the adults. That happens all the time where mm-hmm. adults just don't want to say anything. Yeah. They're afraid of like, oh, I'll get fired or, oh, they're not going to invite me to lunch. Are you speaking from experience? No. <laughs> they're not going to invite me to lunch. I never go to lunch. <laughs> okay. People. Gotcha. So we've got, uh, so I think we can say that we're sort of on board with the lesson of this episode, but we have critiques. Yes. So overall, how would you rate this episode? How many roses out of five would you give this particular episode? For the emotional pull I felt Mm -hmm. for this little girl, Mm -hmm. uh, out of how many? Five. Four roses. I would say, well, what did we give the clown one? Five? Five. That was a five five rose episode all the way. Well, because that was just entertaining as fuck. This one was like upsetting like if we're gonna say oh it's a really good episode that you'll learn something and feel bad like okay mm-hmm. no four or five but it was no clown <laughs> it, it, it was it wasn't like that's that's what i'm saying it's like what we felt for this little girl and what we wanted for it her is and being a real life i want to say too this little girl was a pretty good actress yes she wasn't terrible like she the wasn't other terrible like annoying. the other ones like she was actually a good actress 
And, and we I, felt for her. I don't and know if they were actually torturing her, but her crying was very believable. Yes, and like I really hated her when she was making the video because she was so annoying. But now I'm realizing she was just imitating the annoying teacher. Yeah, and let, again, Lynn, and was where I'm handing out acting accolades. As much as I hated Miss Sarai, she She's was a, a terrible. No, she was a terrible actress. Oh, I thought she was just bad. Like her choices, the script wasn't helpful, but. It was just so clownish how she acted. Like, it was the really high school level I acting. would say she was good only because I really fucking hate her. Right, I know. She, she accomplished that. But as far as, like, making me hate her, she did a great job on that. But as far as, like, being a reasonable facsimile of a human being. Oh, that's true. Which, her, which the script didn't help. But I thought she was really bad in this. Yeah. Um, Dave, what are your, what are your thoughts? Uh, it was good. I mean, it was. The, I like the resting analogy. You know, mm-hmm. it, it. You make. You like you just it pulled you every in. Time it pulled she was you in, and you needed to see a win. Yeah. Happen for the good guy. And but again, there wasn't enough of a punishment, and that's no. just maybe us. Maybe we're fucked up that we need to see people punished. Yeah, I mean that's certainly the whole point of that movie. Uh, Which one? Funny games. Oh right, exactly. <laughs> it's a kind of why we went to find the dead deer. We're just horrible people. Again, this is a reference to something we didn't talk about in this oh, episode, but I we forget. <laughs> they all blend together. Um, for the dead deer reference, please listen to our episode about disasters. You'll understand exactly what we're talking about <laughs> and respect us a little less. How many uh, roses out of five would you give this one? Uh, probably a solid four. I four. was pulled in. I was invested. Yeah, I would give this a four too. I was definitely. I was more invested than any other episode. Like, to say I was invested in the clown episode would be a lie. Yeah. I was just wildly entertained by it. Yeah. So. I I got emotional. It is emotional. Again, this this was actually the first episode where I can see why people people get invested in it. Mm -hmm. Like, we laughed at the clown episode. We were sort of indifferent to the Ebriorexia episode. But this one, this is the one where I go, I can see where the magic in this is. Speaking of, I went online to Twitter and I put in the search term La Rosa de Guadalupe and I just wanted to give you some idea of what people are saying about La Rosa de Guadalupe on Twitter. Oh, I'm excited. Yep. Say it. Uh, the first one I found, somebody wrote, my life is like an episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe where the rose never came. Hmm. That's sad. Well, did they pray properly? <laughs> well, let's not blame them for this. The, the rose isn't going to show up in real life. It's not the prayer that... Maybe it did, and he just over... She just overlooked it, whoever that person is. They didn't is. smell it, so they didn't get inspired. <laughs> they didn't smell it, they didn't get the pollen, and they didn't yeah. change their lives. So it's their fault. You're absolutely right. Here's a negative one. La Rosa de Guadalupe be putting some ugly females to be la popular in school. <laughs> La Popular, La like popular. the bakery? <laughs> yeah. Are they talking about glasses? Uh, I don't know. I think they just mean the actresses, the the act female protagonists in the show aren't attractive. Yeah. For whatever reason. This person just had a problem with it. Well, we, you know, they're really talented, pretty actresses come over here. And yeah, exactly. That's how we got Salma Hayek. <laughs> yeah. So this was a two-parter. I feel like my mom would let me go out more if she stopped watching La Rosa de Guadalupe. <laughs> you to, know what? I yeah. started hanging outside more when I stopped watching SVU and 
And CSI. I think this person means like her mom doesn't let her go out because she watches the show so much that she's afraid her parents going to get hit by a car. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking oh, about. Because okay. she has a fear oh, of getting murdered. Oh, I misunderstood. Gotcha. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Now, then somebody responded to this with, I feel like my mom would let me go out more if my mom didn't do all the hood rat shit that's in La Rosa de Guadalupe. <laughs> <laughs> There's a two-parter going on the same uh, <laughs> thought project, uh, to, uh, project trajectory. Yo, La Rosa de Guadalupe be making me mad. And I'm watching La Rosa de Guadalupe, and I'm so mad. I want to throw hands. <laughs> this, movie, this show incenses people. Man. I mean, I guess we were the same way. I exactly. We were so mad. We wanted to break shit. I wanted to break shit at the end of this episode. <laughs> Uh, next one, La Rosa de Guadalupe really had me thinking praying would solve my problems, Lamau. Lamau? LMAO. Laughing my ass off. Oh. Guaron. <laughs> Guaron. <laughs> I'm watching The Bachelorette, and my dad asked if it was La Rosa de Guadalupe when he saw the final rose. <laughs> <laughs> mashup I would watch. It'd be weird. (laughs) And uh, the last one I'll give for this episode is, I'm just trying to party as hard as the people in La Rosa de Guadalupe do. They do party hard. They do party very hard, as we saw in Ebriorexia. So uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, Join us next time for another episode as we dive even further into this madness. Um, So we'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Adios.